Hello, and welcome to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. Uh, Fellowship Baptist Church is located in Clark Lake, Michigan, and is led by Pastor Daniel White. Uh, Today we're going to be joining Pastor White as he continues his series on the family. So let's get out our Bibles and get ready to join Pastor White as he teaches us about God's plan for home and the family. All right, let's take our Bibles and let's start out tonight in the book of Mark, chapter 3. Again, tonight we're going to talk about why husbands react to their wives and why wives react to their husbands. Now, in this family series, we have had as many as a hundred slides that we have put up and we have gotten through them in 45 minutes to maybe a little bit more. Tonight, believe it or not, we only have 13 slides. Don't get excited. (laughs) But they are loaded with principles that we're going to be looking at here this evening. If you're here tonight and you're not married, there certainly is some applications that you can make. God says that if you come to him asking for bread, you're not going to get a stone. Meat, you won't get a serpent. So even though you may not be married here tonight, there will be something for you here tonight if you're looking for it. Okay? For those of you who are anticipating marriage in the future, this is really important material for you. I can't tell you how many people have come to me during this family seminar, older people, and have said, I wish we would have known this before we got married. Or I wish we would have known this when we were raising our kids. So thank God that uh, we have taken this time uh, to really look into family relationships. Uh, Mark chapter 3, beginning with verse 22, and I'll read through verse 26. And the scribes, they were the lawyers of their day, which came down from Jerusalem, said, He hath Beelzebub, throwing this accusation at the Lord Jesus, that he was actually operating under the power of Satan himself. And by the prince of the devils casteth he out devils. And he called them unto him and said unto them a parable. How can Satan cast out Satan? You're calling me Satan? And you're saying that I'm operating under the power of Satan? How can and why would Satan cast out Satan? That makes no sense. And if a kingdom, here's a principle. And if a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom, what? Cannot stand. Cannot stand. We see this in the Civil War. Cannot stand. Now he gives another principle. And if a house is divided against itself, that house cannot what? Cannot stand. So we want to take, some people would say, well, pastor, you're taking these verses out of context. No, I'm not. We're making an application. Yes, I know that Jesus is addressing those who were railing a false accusation at him. But the principle... It's what I wanted you to see here. A kingdom divided cannot stand. A house divided against itself cannot stand. Verse 26. And if Satan rise up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand, but hath 
an end. One thing we don't want to see is our marriages end. Amen? We don't want to see our houses or our homes divided. And one of the things that will divide our homes is when there is this reaction towards one another. One of the reasons we react towards each other, you ever notice we're different? Did you ever notice that? I guess today they can't figure that out. But men and women are different. God made us different. He designed us different. We think differently. We see things differently. But those differences do not have to divide us. They can actually unite us if we allow them to. So we want to get rid of this reaction. Now, take your Bible and go over to the book of Colossians. Colossians chapter 3. Verse 18 and 19, very familiar. couple verses here. Wives, what's the next word? Ooh, that was a weak, weak. <laughs> that, was, that was awful. Let's try that again. Wives. Okay. Still wasn't good, but it was better. Wives, submit yourselves. It's hard to submit to a man when you're having constant reaction toward each other. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as it is fit in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and be not, what? Bitter. What was damaged during the fall? Man's loving leadership and the woman's loving submission was damaged in the fall. That's why the Bible says um, that, uh, okay, I'm missing it right here. Just, just left me. Um, and thy desire, says to Eve, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall, what? Rule over thee. Okay? Thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. So both of those things were corrupted during the fall. Next is when a wife is not grateful for all her husband is doing to meet her needs, what is the husband going to do? Someone, someone answer it before I even throw it up there. Husband never gets any praise, never gets any approval, never gets thank you so much. What's he going to do? All right, that's exactly what he's going to do. He's going to stop trying to please her. Okay. Now, is this true of children too? Yeah, this is true of kids too. So uh, we need to make sure that we're giving the praise and approval and appreciation. Uh, it's easy to overlook things and just expect that it's going to get done instead of really... My wife is really good about this. Uh, when I do things, she says, Dan, thank you for doing that. Thank you for taking the time. I really appreciate that. Uh, my wife is excellent at this one. More than one, but she's excellent at this one right here. Okay. Next is when a wife does not go to her husband with spiritual questions. So what does the Bible tell the woman to do? If you have a question, what? Ask your husband at home. Go to your husband. So you tell me, if, if a wife never goes to her husband for, maybe she thinks, you know, my husband's not going to know. He's not spiritually minded enough. 
But what, what's going to happen when a wife does not go to her husband? Maybe she's going to the pastor, or maybe she's going to some other man in the church that she respects, or maybe she's going to another woman to get her uh, spiritual questions answered. What, what's the husband going to do? Let's find out. Her husband will not be motivated to seek the Lord. When you go to your husband with a spiritual question, then he's the one that has to call the pastor. He's the one that has to search that out if he doesn't know it himself. And so it motivates him to seek the Lord. And that is exactly what you want. Okay, let's go to the next one. When a wife withholds physical affection, what could happen? Okay, it's possible that he could be attracted to another woman. That's why the Bible says we're not to defraud one another in the physical relationship. Next, when a wife takes matters into her own hands, this is very common for women to do this. Why? Because her loving submission was corrupted at the fall. So that's in your nature to want to do this. By the way, it, it's, it's so obvious. If, you, if you've ever seen you have a husband and a wife and um, someone is talking to them, maybe someone is interviewing them, who is usually the one that's doing the talking? It's usually the woman. 90% of the time it's going to be the woman that's doing the talking. Okay? So when a woman takes matters into her own hands... What does the husband usually do? What? He lets her. That's right. He'll develop a resentment towards her. Do not be bitter against them. She'll develop a resentment toward her. And he'll, okay, go ahead. You make the decisions then. And then what happens when she makes the wrong decision? <laughs> she gets a lot of... <laughs> Why are we laughing? It's not funny. <laughs> Do you all see how this is the breakdown? And I guess what I want you to see tonight is if there's any of these things happening in your relationship, stop it. See that these things are very, very damaging to a relationship. Next, when a wife is not content with what the husband can provide. Listen, I believe every husband wants to have a happy wife. If your wife's not happy, if she's not content, you're a failure. You can't, you, you can't make your wife happy. Okay? What is he going to do? Well, he may work overtime. He may get two jobs to try to give her what she wants. Or he may even say, honey, go ahead, go on, go on out to work. You know? I'm going to be honest with you. There's a lot of wives who are very materialistic. And think that things is what's going to give them their happiness and joy in life. Learn to be content. When a wife does not praise her husband, kind of goes along with this being, being grateful. What will a husband do if he doesn't get any praise from his wife? That's right. He's going to look for it somewhere else. He's going to look for approval from others. And isn't it just like Satan to bring someone else into the picture? 
when a wife compares her husband with other men. This is kind of doing to others as you would have others do unto you. But when a wife compares her husband to another man, he is so nice, he is so kind, he's always dressed so well, so friendly. The husband feels insecure. I want you wives to understand something here tonight. Most men are insecure. They really are. They'll never admit that. But most men are very, very insecure. When a wife admires other men, maybe for even good character quality, he's a hard worker, he's so athletic. Boy, does he ever love the Lord and so committed to the Lord and does such great service for the Lord. And, but when you admire other men, the husband will feel inferior and he'll start to become jealous. The Bible says jealousy is the rage of a man. When a wife does not use money wisely, <clears throat> What is the number one reason for divorce? It's now the second. Money issues are now the second reason for divorce. The number one reason for divorce now, right now, is pornography. Porn has become the number one reason for divorce. Um, financial issues. A wife does not use money wisely. Her husband doesn't trust her and blames her for the financial pressure that they're under. Again, causing this conflict in the marriage. When a wife controls the money, what have we learned in the past? Who, who is the one that is to be the head of the home? The husband, okay? And that means he needs to be the head of the finances. So when the wife is the head of the money, when she's the head of the finances, what do you think the response could be? The husband resents having to come to her. The husband blames her for financial problems that they're having. So it's really the woman's, or really the man's responsibility to take that pressure off the woman and take charge of the finances. When a wife nags her husband, <clears throat> I'll never forget years ago when I pastored in Napoleon, I was on our roof of the house and I forget what I was doing. I don't know if I was cleaning out the chimney or what I was doing on the roof and one of the members drove by and they said, having problems with your wife, preacher? Why, why would he say that? Solomon said it's better to dwell on the housetop or in the wilderness than with a contentious woman in a wide house. I guess he would know what he's talking about. If you had 700 wives and 300 concubines, he probably took a lot of walks in the wilderness and spent a lot of time on the top of the palace. 
But when a woman nags her husband, her husband would just stop trying to please her. When a wife never disciplines or disciplines the children in anger or leaves the discipline up to her husband. What did we learn about the discipline of the children? When mom's home, what? Mom takes care of it. When dad gets home, dad can take care of it. And that's how it should work. It shouldn't be, okay, when your dad gets home, you're really going to get it because then the kids don't, you know, dad coming home should be the best time of the day. And they don't want dad to come home because they're really going to get it. But there are women who never discipline. Okay? <clears throat> How would a husband react to the fact that my wife just will not discipline the children? The children are out of control. How would a, wife, how would a husband react to that? He's going to take up an offense for the children. Well, your mom is an angry woman. Sorry, kids. Or he's going to blame his wife when the children turn rebellious because of the way you disciplined them. You drove them away. When a wife is not submissive to her husband, her husband will not listen to her cautions. Who do you think is a person who has a number one influence in my life? Who is it? It's my wife. No doubt it is my wife. Okay? Even when she leaves me sticky notes. Right, honey? Like today. On the computer screen, a sticky note. <clears throat> so if your wife will not submit to you, you're not going to listen to her. And that's really true in all areas of life, isn't it? You know? Take our relationship, the, the pastor and the people, okay? And we don't have anybody like all of our... You're all so awesome. You are. I, I feel like I have your heart and you have my heart, that there's just no rebellious, wanting to cause division members in Fellowship Baptist Church. But if there was, let's say Matt here, he's always grumping and complaining and giving me a hard time and going against decisions that we make. Not that he's ever done that. Never has done that. Have you? I mean, uh, I remember. But let's say that's just the kind of cantankerous old man he is. Am I going to be open to listening to his cautions? Yes or no? no? Of course not. But someone who loves you and cares about you and is submissive to your leadership, hey, you're all ears. When a wife is bitter <clears throat> towards her husband, it's easy to let that happen. Her husband closes off his spirit to her. You know, the Bible wants us to have a oneness of spirit in our marriage, but when she turns bitter, then that oneness of spirit is, is going to be gone. When a wife does not have a meek and a quiet spirit. What is a meek and quiet spirit, by the way? Is that a woman who never says anything? 
Always goes around with her head hanging low. Is really quiet all the time. If that's the case, I do not have a meek and quiet spirited wife. <laughs> what is a meek and quiet spirit? One that's at peace. Okay? It's one who doesn't flip out. Okay? There's nothing worse than a wife who flips out. Seriously. Okay? Just meek and quiet. God is in control. You have a walk with the Lord. It's quiet. Okay? Like a calm lake. Not white caps. So when a wife, ha- <coughs> a wife does not have a meek and quiet spirit, she's the flipper-outer. Her husband becomes defensive. Then you flip out about everything. What's wrong with you, woman? Chill out. When a wife argues with her husband in public, you've seen this. It was 10 years ago. No, it wasn't. It was 11 years ago. No, it was 10. No, it wasn't. I'm telling you, it was 11 years. And you're sitting there like, who cares what it was 10 or 11? <laughs> so when a wife argues with her husband in public, <clears throat> her husband gets embarrassed. Okay? And he's attracted to women who do respect their husbands. I hope you can all see why marriages break down. When a wife does not reverence her husband, we talked about this being the number one need that a man has to be respected or reverenced by his wife. A husband's self-worth, his manliness is greatly damaged. The number one need of a man when a wife does not respect and follow her husband's decisions and leadership, her husband stops communicating with her. Just going to go ahead and do it anyway. Why talk to her about it? She never agrees with me. When a wife looks to others for counsel, we kind of touched on this, her husband becomes bitter towards her and her counselors. So go to your husband first. Get his permission to get counsel from others if necessary. When a wife neglects personal neatness in appearance, her husband feels unloved and unimportant. She just doesn't take care of herself anymore. When a wife is not a good housekeeper, her husband loses respect for her. Just can't keep the house clean. I don't know of any man that doesn't like a clean house. When a wife is not respected by others, then the husband's going to feel that same disrespect as well. When a wife is unhappy, husband feels that he is unable to meet her needs, and he just stops trying to do so. Okay? Can you all see how practical that the Bible is and how it really comes down to where the rubber meets the road 
and how all of us have failed in some of these areas. Yes or no? So what I'm telling you to do tonight is stop it. Let's just make the corrections. Let's note those things. Some of them we may be very good at and others maybe not. But let's correct those things that are causing the reaction in our marriage. All right? Let's go to why wives react to their husbands. That guy married a sweetheart, didn't he? <laughs> Don't ever marry a woman bigger than you are. That's what I tell you. That. <laughs> Cause and effect. A frying pan upside the head. When a husband fails to be the spiritual leader, not seeking the Lord, not spending time in the Word, she never sees you spending time in prayer, the wife feels insecure. When a wife has a spiritual leader, then she knows this man is leading me because God is leading him, and I can trust him. When a husband allows problems to continue, and even gets worse. He just doesn't deal with them. we got a lot of men that just will not deal with problems or shovel those problems off to the wife to deal with or to the school to deal with or to someone else to deal with. They just they won't take the reins and deal with the problems themselves. The wife feels helpless, and then she says, you know what, I'm just going to have to take matters into my own hands because he's not dealing with it. Becomes very resentful. When a husband does not support his wife in the discipline of the children, the wife blames him for rebellious children. It's your fault because you didn't support me. When a husband spends extra money on things which he enjoys, sometimes men, we're bad about this. Okay, We may be in charge of the money, but... We can spend it on what we want or what we think we need and then the wife goes without. The wife resents the financial pressure under which you're living. When a husband does not accept himself, low self-worth, the wife feels the same rejection from him. We're to love our wives as we would love ourselves. When a husband praises and admires other women, I should put, he runs the risk of being shot. That's what I should put up there. So wives are nodding their heads right there. I hope those wives that just nodded their heads do not have a concealed weapons permit. His wife feels inferior and obviously is going to feel very jealous. Okay. Very damaging. To a marriage. When a husband verbalizes love only when he wants physical relationships, then his wife feels degraded, she feels used, and it's just it's hard to love a man like that. When a husband forgets anniversaries and other special occasions, I should put the wife is always glad to remind him. His wife feels unimportant and not cherished. 
What is the number one need of a man? To be reverenced. Number one need of a woman? To feel cherished. You know, to most men, birthdays and anniversaries are no big deal. Right, guys? They're no big deal. If someone forgets our birthday, no big deal. Forgetting an anniversary, no big deal. To a wife, it is a big deal. When a husband does not praise his wife for special things. Honey, thank you so much. That was a great meal tonight. Thank you for doing the grocery shopping. Thank you for taking care of, care of the kids. Thank you, thank you for all that you do around this house that goes unnoticed by so many. Thank you so much. When a husband does not praise his wife, she feels frustrated. I don't even know how to please him. Don't even know. When a husband does not spend time talking with his wife, um, I am not good at this one. Am I, honey? I'm okay? I'm, I'm okay now? Took 30 years, but I'm okay now. This is a real problem earlier in our marriage, wasn't it, honey? Yeah. My wife's a talker and I'm not. It's really hard to believe because I'm a pastor and I talk all the time. I am not a talkative person. I'm really not. Um, I wish Mike Bussing was here tonight because when Mike and I get together and we go fishing or something together, we don't talk to each other, but we have the greatest time in all the world. <laughs> I don't get it. But I'm not a talker, and most men aren't. Um, when we have split sessions, I'll say to my wife, how were your split sessions tonight? She said, oh, we just ran out of time. I said, what were you doing? Well, we were just sharing. <coughs> what did you men share about? <laughs> we didn't share about nothing. We didn't share about I'm a good listener. The wife wants you to, to talk, to share. When a husband doesn't do this, the wife will find others who will listen to her. Really, we should be best friends, shouldn't we? But you've got to cultivate that. When a husband fails to notice the little extra things that his wife does for him, She's going to lose her creativity for their home and she's going to look to outside interest. I'm going to try to find some way to be fulfilled. I just want to say this to you guys. It's really important that if at all possible to keep mom at home. You know, we've touched on that before, but the Bible says she's to be a keeper at home. And I'm so thankful. My, my parents didn't have much, but my dad kept mom home. And um, I've told you, I come home and smell those hot rolls cooking. What a wonderful, wonderful memory of those hot rolls drowned in butter. 
that I can't eat on this Whole30 diet anymore. <laughs> but if you can, keep mom at home. When I was a teenager, first thing I'd say, I'd come in the door, hey mom. Second was, what's to eat? My mom always said when I was a teenager, the most time she ever saw me was my butt hanging out of the refrigerator. That's what she said. <laughs> I don't think that was true. When a husband makes bad judgments, we are going to make some bad judgments. We're going to make some unwise business decisions. His wife will resent his will and future decisions. Just, I can't trust you. When a husband is not alert to the dangers which his wife faces. I've really had to uh, learn this with Shelly being sick for how many years now, honey? 12 years? 10, 12 years? Is uh, to remove her from things that she once used to be involved with and Try to give her the protection that she needs. When she feels good, you know, one or two days a week, when she feels good, she feels like she can conquer the world. But she can't. And if she tries, it's just going to make it worse. And so we have to be alert to the dangers that our wives face and try to protect them in that area. Well, we don't give them the protection they need, then obviously they're going to feel unprotected. When they feel unprotected, they're going to feel like, well, my husband doesn't love me and care for me. Last, when a husband neglects needed home repairs, willing to help everyone else, but when it comes to fixing things around our house, they just seem to never get done. That's a very common problem. But the wife will build up resentment and become very, very impatient with a husband that doesn't take care of things that are important to her. Okay? So you look at this couple here at the bottom of the screen. That's not the kind of marriage we want to have, right? Amen? Amen. We want to have this kind. <laughs> okay? Not there, but there. So these are some of the things that can cause reaction in a marriage. I hope that the Lord has used us tonight. I knew, I knew we would have a shorter lesson because we only got 13 slides here this evening. But this is some really, really important information. Um, how many here tonight would be honest with me and say, you know, I can see a couple of those areas that I need to change in. Can I see your hand? Oh, great. Yeah, me too. Me too. Let's pray. You have been listening to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. We hope this message was a blessing and encouragement to you. If you would like more messages, visit our website at fbcclarklake.org, where all of our messages can be downloaded for free. Also, you can subscribe to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. All of our messages are available for free. If you want to keep up to date on what's going on at Fellowship, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, where you can see what's happening happening 
at Fellowship Baptist Church. If you'd like to visit us, Fellowship Baptist Church is located at 3200 Reed Road, Clark Lake, Michigan. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope to see you back here again next time.